Hello, St. Patrick family. It is so good to see you. Welcome to the conversation. My name is Adam. Um, I'm the communications coordinator here at the parish and Brian Cannon graciously let me take over his hosting chair because today on the uh, show, so to speak, we are joined by our good friend and a friend of the community, uh, Tom Booth. Tom is a recording artist. Um, he has come, he's spoken at Home Field Advantage. He's done in Presenza for us. Uh, you know his songs, and so we're not going to do any kind of lengthy in, you know, introduction here and just say, Tom, thank you so much for joining us and being here with us. Uh, I know that St. Patrick is very fond of you, and we're, and, and we're just glad that uh, you would give your time like this for us today. Uh, I'm truly honored to, to do it. Um, you, Paul Hillebrand, Father Eric, I have a lot of friends there, and um, just honored to be a part of your community. So, Great. Well, we'll jump into it. We're right in the sort towards the end of Lent here. Next week is Holy Week. So, how has Lent been? How is Lent going? So, as you know, Adam, I'm here in Tucson, and um, my pastor, Father John Paul Forte, a Dominican, he is um, really encouraging us to. Um, his message has been: Don't stress out with Lent. Like you don't have to accomplish a lot. You know that's very freeing, right? Because in the past, I've got to make sure I give up what I'm going to give up, and I've got to do my devotion. So honestly, <laughs> I hope this is a good example. I've tried to relax. I've really just tried to relax this Lent and not worry. So does that mean you golf more? <laughs> well i wish i could my spiritual director is always saying golf more you're happier and that's a good thing you know so doing my work and relaxing more um i think it's funny that's been freeing me to not think about what i'm doing to free me more to be you know we've all given up so much the the pandemic has forced a lot on us and Pope Francis is an inspiration. Um, Richard Rohr, you know, Franciscan priest. Um, so I've just tried to be, Adam. I know that kind of, there's a part of me, the Americana, you know, male accomplished thing says, oh, that's weak. It's harder to do, right? Because if I could just do the chocolate thing or no soda, then check. You know, yeah. so not to fear so much, not to worry so much you had any insights or anything that's come out of that? Any kind of uh, takeaway? I think so. Um, I think so because um, I've shared with you all this, this song, Fear is Useless. What is needed is trust. And it's been an important prayer message in our community. I was so honored to, to kind of connect with um, St. Patrick's as well. By the way, happy feast day yesterday. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it'll be a couple of days by the time that this airs, but yeah, <laughs> thank you. But I've been meditating more on that message that, that fear is useless. You know, it just, it doesn't, my, my wife is so smart. She's like, well, fear gives us a sense of control. Well, how's that working? You know? So without trying to be too teachy or insightful, I feel like I have thought more about what I've been giving up, what's been, in a sense, taken from us. And we're all tired of hearing the word pandemic, but our, the whole globe changed. And that, that message of um, do not resist this time, but embrace it so that you will receive the gift 
that is being offered to us. Now I know half a million people losing their lives, it doesn't sound like a gift, but somehow what's the deeper message to let go? I'll, I'll tell you this, I, I had prayer, staff prayer with, uh, at my parish yesterday, and one of our um, staff members, Father Pius, said, you know, um, it's this time and this Lent is driving him to more his true core, his true self. That's better than not eating chocolate. Absolutely, yeah. Who we really are. Think, yeah. That's, that's, that's beautiful. And that song, Fear is Useless, we'll ask you to play that here in a second because we've been using it as a community at St. Patrick too. Paul's been... Uh, Paul's been singing at most masses, um, you know, and uh, it's been a beautiful prayer for us during this time. Because I think that, you know, especially at the beginning, right, we went into this with so much fear. What's it going to be like? And then, you know, and then to do what you just talked about and just be and allow, you know, and allow God to work through it. I know for, you know, us, it's been obviously both a challenge and a blessing we've had family members that have died um mm. and then at the same time i've spent more time with my children than i have any other year because they're here they're doing school and all that kind of stuff i also want to kick them out of the house more than any other year but because they're doing school and doing all that kind of stuff but at the same time it's such a blessing to have that family around and i know that that's one of the things that Adel and I talk about in the middle of all this loss. There's also just so much joy. And when we can move past, you know, any of the fear or past any of the anxiety around it and just be and, and, and be present to the moment, be present to the family, be present to the season, be present to our work. It just, it just, there's, there's, there's peace and uh, mm -hmm. that just comes from that. And so, uh, thanks for sharing that. And and I would love it if we if you'd share the song and maybe before you do just a little bit about it. Well, it might sound a little overly pious, but it's true. Um, I was at mass and where at my parish where I sit during the homily, I actually go around this corner and I sit in the Blessed Sacrament Chapel. And this day, I think it was last October, um, I like reminded myself, hey, listen to this homily, listen, listen. And as soon as I said, listen, it wasn't the homily that I heard so much, but I, I think I heard the spirit say to me, do not resist this time, embrace it, it is a gift. I think I've been kind of repelling. I think we all do. We, we repel yeah. difficulties or we just, I'm just going to get through this, but it's like, we need to be transformed. And so my meditation, you know, I, you know me, Adam, I try to, I write a song so that I won't forget the lesson, you know, as a <laughs> yeah. young dad, God telling me I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, I'm like worried about finances. I'm worried about being a good husband, a good father. Here I am. Here I am. But what about my children? Here I am. Here I am. So for me, it was like, okay, remember, remember the word. And so, do not resist but embrace the gift that is offered in this time and place. Love will heal and transform our fears of the unknown. You know, so that last verse, I hope 
Paul and the musicians get to that last verse sometimes because that, that was the real message for me. You know, fear is useless. What is needed is trust. God is faithful and is longing for us to live in trust. You know, in that bridge, Adam. Don't be afraid. Don't live in fear. Christ lives with us. He lives with fear. All is not lost. All is not dead. We shall arise just as he said. I mean, so to families, to fathers and mothers and grandparents, single people, young people, people who are ill, people who feel maybe they don't belong, I would say to them that Jesus, Jesus says, you belong to me. You're mine. You know, those who feel pushed out to the edges, they're not alone because God is with them. You know? So the good news is real. And the message is not, you know, obey and be moral. The message, it's not... It's not sin management, right? The gospel is good news. The gospel is good news. And in this difficult time, God doesn't abandon us. And I know some people who have passed, and it's been difficult. But we live in hope. You know? Lazarus, come out. Untie him. You know? God doesn't abandon us. I think that's... That's an amazing truth because it's so easy sometimes to get discouraged or to blame, you know, to blame God or to do, you know, to do that kind of thing. I early on, I in, in not early on, much later in my faith journey, I realized that early on, some of the things that I was trying to do, trying and pushing and saying, I have to do these three, you know, that checklist of faith, like I got to say these prayers every single morning and read this scripture every single day and do all of this kind of stuff. And it was, it was a checklist of routine and, and that's necessary, right? You know, Richard yeah. Burr talked about it as a necessary container to kind of help form, you know? Um, and then later in life, I realized kind of what became like my personal motto and people at St. Patrick are probably sick of hearing me say it, that if, if anybody's actually listened to anything that I've said, but you know, it's that, that, that it, it, it all comes down to love, right? It was the first thing that we learn as kids, but it seems to be the last thing we got to circle back at some point, you know, God's love. And so wherever there's love, there's God. And we spend so much time, you know, maybe even focused on where we, you know, where we think God isn't, and we have to fix that part rather than recognizing where he is. Yeah. Well, he's there in love and he's there in those moments. So even in those challenging times, you know, yeah. even, you know, when we lost my, my grandfather-in-law, you know, it was like the whole family was able to come together and celebrate the love because that's where God was in the middle of that pain, in the middle of all of that, you know, that love was still present, that love that was healing and holding and all of those kind of things. So uh, I love that you said in those places, we don't think God is, you know, that, I think more and more that's where God dwells, you know, in the inner cities of our homes, of our lives, of our hearts, our inner, whatever that place we think, you know, if we think, oh, that's not where we should be, or it's scary. And, you know, Mother Teresa always said, you know, she saw Jesus in the disfigured face of the poorest of the poor. 
and sometimes I think our disfigurement, if we could look, let God look and see, maybe we'll see Christ in those same places, in those unkept places in our hearts, you know, in those those places that we're afraid in the, yeah, the tombs or wherever it is, the discovery yeah. that God is there. Well, we're going through all this so that we could get to the resurrection. You know, we're almost there on this this year. We're almost there on the journey, you know, but it's daily. It's daily. It's every day. It's those moments, you know, gosh, I think it's multiple times a day, but, you know, yeah. passion, death and resurrection and remembering and recognizing God's always there. That's I I uh, would love it if you would just I'm going to take myself off of the screen. I'm going to mute my microphone because I'm outside because it's a beautiful day here in Arizona. We don't have many of those left before the heat comes scorching down. So I'm sitting outside, but I hear, you know, you've probably heard all the kids screaming in the neighborhood. My dog's running around, but I'm going to mute my microphone, take myself off of the screen and just ask Tom, you know, you have been um, kind of a retreat leader and a guide for our staff before you've been for the community before. Would you just guide us in a little bit of time of prayer as we close out the conversation today? I will, but before you turn off that camera, okay. I want everybody to look what's, what's behind you. If you want, maybe just scoot off a little. Look at that tree, everyone. That tree is not stressed or worried. And I'm not trying to fall into anything anthropomorphic here, but the tree knows who the tree is. The tree gives glory to God by being a tree. The tree's not trying to be a mountain. The tree's not trying to be a puppy. You know, so young people, God created you beautifully. And we need to give God glory by just being who we are. The glory of God as human beings fully alive, right? St. Irenaeus. And so just like that tree, you know, Jesus says, consider the flowers of the field. Consider the birds of the air. They don't sow. They don't worry. They don't reap. They don't check their investments on their on their smartphone to see if everything will be okay. It will be okay. It'll be okay, right? So like that tree, we give God glory by being who we are. I'd ask everyone to just maybe close your eyes for a moment. And breathe in the love of God. And release any stress or worry or fear. God is present to you. Not out there somewhere, but deep within your hearts. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is within. And that the Father and I will make a home in you. And the Lord resides in you. You are baptized priests, prophets. King, what part of that is small? What part of that doesn't matter? Everything you're looking for, everything we are looking for, we already have. Thank you, Lord. Here I am. Standing right beside you Here I am So do not be afraid Here I am 
waning like lava. I am Sacred silence, holy ocean, gentle water washing over me. Help me listen, Holy Spirit. Come and speak to me. When I'm in trouble and I don't know where to go, be with me, my Lord. Fear is useless. What is needed is trust. for us to live in trust fear is useless what is needed is trust and God is faithful and is longing for us to live in trust Lord we let go of our fears we let go of our control. We let go. Amen. Amen. Tom, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining us on the conversation today. Everybody out there, we'll see you next time. Thank you, Tom. <laughs>